0: how you guys doing and thank you very much for picking us for all your podcast needs this is the hats off from the clubhouse podcast i'm graham Cobbin and i just want to start with a little a little big thank you to the guys at Bunker Mentality for a couple of good prizes for our first episode giveaway. And if you want, we'll be contacting you guys straight away to receive your prizes. Thank you very much for getting involved. Keep the tiger counts coming. Enjoy the episode. Thank you.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to the second instalment of the hats off in the clubhouse. Is this us on the first tee now, Graham? Yeah, we're definitely. We've made it to the first tee. Made it to the first tee. So on the tee today we have myself, Kenny Palace, KJP Golf on Instagram.
0: Uh, Yeah, and I'm Graham McCubbin at Club Golf on Instagram little plug there i like that well come on we need to get our followers <laughs> up
1: don't we that's what it's all feel, about feel free to follow, feel free to follow. <laughs> you're, you're nothing in 2020 <laughs> if you don't have followers um so last time we did a bit of an introduction as to who we are and why we're here and what's making us uh, make this podcast but today we're going to start getting into the nitty-gritty of things we've had a couple of tournaments out there now seasons underway so we'll chat about them um, there's been some cool things happening, some cool records have been broken, which Game has just informed me of, so that'll be nice to talk about. We had Jack's 80s. Oh yeah, completely. Oh yeah. The
0: man. Big 80. So, the
1: mean man. Yeah, so we've got some conversations to have around that, and then a big one. We're six months away from Olympic golf, so we can talk about that a bit. Sound good?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it sounds
1: like a good, a good starter. Who are we starting? Let's go Abu Dhabi. Bryson and...
0: Abu Dhabi.
2: Uh, Bryson and
1: Brooks.
0: Bryson and Brooks, yeah. So we had. It's a, it was interesting because, like you said, Bryson's talking all this game. He's got his new body, he's got his new figure, he's ready to hit the European Tour running and. Bottled it. Yeah, he didn't hit it running. <laughs> he forgot to turn the treadmill on. He did not hit it running. Yep, I <laughs> think he must have forgot to lift some weights that morning. Yeah, and the, I don't know. If, I don't think I don't think either of them did
1: well, did they? Uh, Brooks was doing well. I don't know. I don't think he finished particularly well. It was a great week for England. Um, it was indeed. But I think Brooks won um, with his rebut to the point Bryson made about his six pack yeah it was genius That was so it? good I don't know if he came up with himself I don't know if it came from someone else I reckon it that had a, there was a team
0: behind that I bet there was a team going right we need to come back we need to come back I hope there was and I hope
1: that Brooks is sassy enough to come up with that himself but you might be right there
0: yeah yeah yeah. it, it was genius and like having that out on Twitter and I'm actually enjoying watching Brooks kept is quite lifeless on the golf course he's business like when you see him playing, he's, he's all business. He's like it's like Tiger back in the day. Yep. All business, no pleasure. Is out there. It's his job. Yeah. Like this is as he stated on many occasions, he doesn't play golf because he enjoys it. He plays golf because it's his job. Yeah. And which for me is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like most of these guys are like playing out there because they love to play golf. Mm-hmm. Brooks kept his talented at golf, but it's not something. It's like it's work. I'd like and the, I'd like to see. Him, I'd it.
1: like to see him down at the Floridian where really he plays, and you know, there's a lot load of guys there that play. Um, loads of the PGA Tour players are members there. I'd love to see Brooks playing a bounce game because you see guys like Ricky out there, yeah. and there's elements that you can see when he's even competing. You can see where what he'd be like in a bounce game. But with Brooks, you don't oh, see that completely. at all, and you wonder: there's no way he can no. be like that in a box game.
0: No, there's like for him, it just it seems to be like, total focus. It's mad on the course. It's like it's like I'm playing golf. I'm here to win. Simple as that. Yeah, like, nothing else I'll do. But and the the
1: thing, I, if people don't see it, I just realised people may not have seen it. But um, Bryson had a go at the fact he said something about. Um, Brooks kept kind on of not having a six pack, and the rebut was a picture of his four major trophies: the two SU, the two US Opens, and the two US PGA Championships. And just saying, yeah, I'm too short of a six
0: pack. Too short of a six pack, uh, it was yeah. And it's just, it was, it was brilliant. And even his his rebuttal to his question about Rory McIlroy says he's the best golfer in the world. Right? That was good. He yeah. <clears throat> just came back saying well that's probably true Yeah, because he if goes you, if you don't believe that you're the best golfer <clears throat> why are you playing exactly and like subtle things like that you're just like he's actually quite witty and quite like switched on whereas you don't like the last few years you've not seen much of that from him he just kind of he sits back in the shadows and then <laughs> comes and says what he has to say and then gets on with it mm-hmm. whereas it's quite funny to see him being that kind of well of course he's the best player in the world and everybody was like oh my god he just said that Rory's the best player in the world and he went well that's what I think I think I'm the best player in the world mm. so and it was it was,
1: and people forget that Brooks went he's gone through the world of golf the old school way you know he's gone he played in America and then he came over and he did the Challenge Tour then he did the European Tour he spent European time in and Asia tour, yeah. and now he's playing the yeah, PGA Tour in Worldwide he's done it the old school way yeah. it's
0: brilliant He's grafted properly. Yeah. He's actually worked his craft from... He's not one of these guys who's came straight out of college, went straight to the uh, like Corn Ferry Tour, or went straight, like, he's had a couple of invites to PGA Tour events, done well, and then made it straight on off the back of that. He's actually worked mm-hmm. hard to get to where he is. He's not just one of these people who's went, well, I'm a good college golfer. I've got a couple of invites. I'll make the most of them, and then I'll go through qualifying on the Corn Ferry Tour, and then make it straight Mm -hmm. in. Which is, there's a lot to be said for that. I mean, all these younger guys who are coming up and through, straight from college. Victor, is it Hovland? Yeah, he's special. Matthew Wolf, yeah, they are, but they've like they've not really done much to get there. They've done Mm -hmm. their. College golf, and then that's it. They pretty much came straight uh, straight into the actual tour. Yeah, it's totally different, and I think that's
1: one of the reasons that Kepka can be so bulletproof when he has to be. So uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's 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 mental, and I just think that shows a lot of grit and determination to get to like to be number one in the world, like to get from that situation of starting at the bottom and working your way up, like everybody else in a normal day job has to do. Yeah, and that's what he's done exactly.
1: But we had a big win this week in Abu Dhabi, Mr. Westwood. Yes, we did. Congratulations to him. Lee. So, yeah. what's your fact it's about? Forty-six. Lee's I think
0: he's forty-six, isn't For, he? Uh, Forty-six-year-old. Yep. Forty-six. I think I'm right. I've seen that. Same I'm age as Jack. Showing when you won the young last guys. masters. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Like showing these young guys how it's done, which is which is brilliant to see, and to shoot like a a five under on the, the final round in Abu Dhabi to, to win is brilliant. And yeah, is the fact is that Lee Westwood is the I think the first player I think I think he's the third third person in total to do it. I think he's the first person in the European tour to win over four decades at an event in every decade every decade, which is which is crazy. Nineties, two thousands, two thousand and tens and now two thousand and twenties onwards. So yeah. That's a big. That's a big achievement. That's incredible. But I've got a feeling he's going to get a few guys who are going to follow him. Follow him in that you kind know, of path this year and, and do the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he'll not be not be there himself for very long. Did you see how he celebrated? No,
1: no. I didn't. But I saw his picture he's, lying in bed with a cracking hangover <laughs> yesterday. That was funny.
0: <laughs> he's been. He's, he's doing dry January. I don't think he was doing right. it this week. No, and he pretty much said, he goes, I'm celebrating this win the exact same way I celebrate every other win. And he goes, dry January's out the window. <laughs> 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 so him and, I think, a few people went and got uh, well and truly drunk, and which is quite hard to do if you're in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, we just go to a hotel. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be in a hotel, don't you?
1: I'm sure, if, I'm I think sure if he wants a drink he can have one, and Lee Westwood strikes yeah. me as the kind of chap that can put away a serious amount of units.
0: Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. and I think over the past maybe 30 odd years he probably has put away a serious amount of units, yep. uh, but yeah it was a good week for the golf, I actually watched a little bit of it on Sunday. And it was like when I woke up on Sunday morning. Uh, it was I watched a little bit, of the kind of tail end of yeah. it, but it was it was good. It was uh, nice to see the kind of Rolex series starting up again. That's everything kind of kicking off. Yep. And and they're off to do Dubai this week, the Dubai Desert Classic. Dubai. So Yep, absolutely. And it, and it's good to see strong fields as well. I think it's good to see at the start of the year you're getting the likes of Brooks Koepka. Uh, was it Patrick Cantlay? You're getting a, a few of the big American names coming over to play in these events mm-hmm. because they're big events, and I and I know the the European Tour doesn't pay appearance fees, so these guys are coming to play in these events because they're big events, mm-hmm. and that's good for the European Tour as well as like golf in general to see the guys coming. Like as much as I love the PGA Tour, it's all in America. which is like that's one of the reasons Brooks kept it it's so good he's travelled the world he's played in golf courses the European Tour travels everywhere from Mauritius to Australia to China Japan it has all these locations around the world where they play so you played at courses all around the world which I think has helped Brooks to become one of the most well-rounded golfers it's not just your typical American uh, golf course where it's drive a wedge into the green, yep. two putts or a putt and you're off. It's like you get links golf, you get different styles of golf and I think that's one of the reasons it makes it the European Tour so attractive to the younger guys who come over and try and get on the Challenge Tour to make it up to the European Tour. Yeah, and I think we see that when we get to Ryder Cup
1: time. When you look at the setup that you get for a home American course, this year might be different at Whistling Straits, but they like that yes. really open, not much rough, hit the ball as hard as you want, you'll find it, and you'll have a shot probably, compared to if you're looking yeah. at golfness, you know, this year. Now, this year uh, last year, sorry. Sorry, we're in 2020 now, aren't we? In 2018, <laughs> you know, like, they couldn't handle yeah. how tight that course was. Obviously, not all of them, but Americans aren't used to playing yeah. that
0: style of... Target golf yeah, and that's where, when it comes to the organization of the event, the Europeans are clever and pick well, we're going to pick this course because, yeah. these guys will struggle to play on this, and it favors the guys who play in the European tour massively because they're used to playing. Like, is it the Spanish Open? Like, the fairways there are so narrow, it's unbelievable. Is it Andalusia when and, they play it? yeah, and it, yes, um. Yeah. And you're just like, like
1: yes. these guys have got, is
0: they've got so hard. Is, is it Valderama? Yeah, Valderrama, yeah. Valderrama. and you're just like watching the guys actually having, like, like, said like, Tommy Fleetwood in uh Molinari, if you hit the ball straight, you're going to succeed mm. in these events because this is where it is. It's really narrow fairways, making you think about your shots. It's not just a case of. Picking up a driver and leather on it, like like the like the guys can do in the PGA tour and shoot really low scores. Mm-hmm. And like this week, the guys are at Tory Pines. Yep. So the Farmers Insurance. Uh, this Tigers week, back. Tigers back in action. Tigers back. <laughs> Tiger Council. <laughs> I don't worry. It <laughs> uh, you've got uh, Tiger Woods is back. Rory's back. A lot of big names back in action. I think. Uh, there was a few guys actually played in was it Singapore last week. All right. Was, did coach did not win? I think Henrik Stenson, I'm pretty sure Henrik Stenson, Kooch and Rose were playing in Singapore. So they were last week. Mm-hmm. Well Henrik
2: Stenson
1: uh, think, just signed with Echo. That was the big news at uh, his camp last week.
0: Ah, was yeah. it? There you go. So I think they were playing in Singapore last week which is uh so i think a lot of these guys will be heading back over they'll either be coming to join the european tour for dubai or they'll be heading over to back to tory pines i like watching tory pines yeah it's uh the farmers is a good one yep i agree so it is to watch and some big names that coming out so yeah this is the this is the kind of start the main kind of start on the yeah. this is the kind of west coast swing isn't yeah. it this is when we get the you get the pebble beach it's program. Coast, yeah pebble beach yeah you get everything kind of hitting round about this time of year
1: so that would be nice to get an invite like, I like place. watching <laughs> <laughs> well, we can only dream of <laughs> some that ever happened but Cypress Point
0: is just ridiculous yeah it's, it's do, you, do you follow Channing Benjamin on Instagram no
1: but I'm thinking I should, if you're mentioning him.
0: Yeah, see if you ever want to just look at. Like I'm classing it as golf porn. Like <sighs> Channon Benjamin is like the he is the lead photographer for like the Pebble Beach resorts. No, mm, yeah, that's a job. And he he just take, he just takes he travels around the country taking photos for loads of golf courses, but he is like the lead photographer who does. Pebble Beach and the photos he takes is just <laughs> unbelievable. So yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a what worth a follow on Instagram. Okay. So. so and speaking of seasons I kicking think... off,
1: we had ladies yes. European Tour pre qualifying last week, and yes. actual qualifying starts tomorrow, or well this week. Um, and we've got three girls from Scotland who made it through the first stage. And actually it was won by a Scott, Alison Muirhead, who I believe is an amateur. And she won by four Easy. shots with an impressive 10 under. a 64 in the third round. Sealed it for her. Um, so they're they're playing
0: at the real Golf Lamanga club. Yep, think um, Yeah, so the South Course. Yeah, the South Course, course and the North Course. Yep. So they're split up over a couple of courses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's... I think that must be so nerve wracking. Like, yeah, I know. Like, like, yeah. there's so so much can go right for you, and it has to go right for you over the course of like a couple of days. Yeah. So you
1: had uh, Heather McRae also qualified. She had a battle on her hands, I think. I think it'd be fair to say, but she showed some guts and got it sorted, which was great to see. And then also the other Scot that snuck in at the end was Hannah McCook, but. I'd love to speak to someone who's been through that experience. I've never actually had the opportunity to speak to someone who's gone through qualifying like that. What, yeah. What's going through your head? Like there's an, there's
0: an there's another Scottish lassie there, is it Gabe, Gabriel McDonald? I don't think she got through this part.
1: If she's part of this, maybe she's in maybe she's already in the next stage. She's maybe yeah, she's already at like she's
0: at this stage. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. So, so that was last that was, was the last couple of days. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. and yeah, yeah, it should be. It's good and hopefully the girls are joining and getting and hopefully get their tour cards for the Ladies European Tour is going to be a, a more prosperous year. There, it's been them. tough. Yeah, it's been tough for them the past few seasons. Not a lot of events, so it means the the girls are are having to like get their get fund like get make money elsewhere, which is not. <clears throat> anybody wants to try and make it on the tour. Nah and I get, I'm get i really disappointed by it
1: because if you look at some other sports in the last say three four years women's sport has really turned the corner and it's getting more and more attention. We touched on it last time as well but yeah. women's tennis has always sort of been one of the biggest female sports um, but you know women's football now is getting bigger and bigger thanks to premiership coverage um yep. the, the LPGA tour does well in the US, but women's yeah, golf it, it, is alive. You know that, like, there's and through Europe, and it's really annoying because you know we've had major winners coming out of the UK, yet still yep. nothing much. And you, we obviously won the Solheim Cup this year, but yes. it's still dragging its heels. And you're like, come on, we need something to happen here.
0: I mean, the Solheim Cup itself was was a spectacle. Yeah, maybe that to watch that all that come really down helped. to one pot. Yeah, and what like, a story as well! Like to retire, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's a way to go out. <laughs> Making, but she didn't know that pot was for the win. Yeah. You know, like, imagine knowing that that pot was for the win. Would you make it? Like. Yeah. Because, as far as she was concerned, there was still a game going on behind mm-hmm. her. So, like. It was brilliant to watch unfold and that's how all golf events should be and the passion and everything that was shown by and the determination by the European girls was unbelievable to, to make that comeback and hold on and then to get that lead was just brilliant. And yeah, if that doesn't inspire a youth and generation of young women golfers to maybe not get to that level but to pick up a golf club and actually go enjoy themselves Mm -hmm. and see that it can be fun and it can be like there's so much camaraderie comes from being on the golf course and it's something that you and your mates could go do and have a bit of a laugh and have fun and get exercise and keep fit and then some of these girls might end up being the next Georgia Hall yep like anything like that you have no idea and like win a major and still like it doesn't get everything that it deserves like the ladies european tour i think only had like 10 or 12 events last year yeah i think which is shocking. according to some
1: accounts it was very very poorly run and the yeah. ceo has thankfully left but he I can't remember his name, it doesn't matter, but he caused a lot of problems and took it from what was a really established and a uh, tour that was doing really well to, it really, he really did a lot of damage. Yeah. And thankfully now that he's gone, um, things have already started to turn around and hopefully they get someone with yeah. a real pedigree that knows golf well, that can come in and sort it out and give these yeah. girls the opportunity that they
0: need and that they deserve because mm-hmm. the, the actual season hasn't been posted yet. No. because Which I find it quite fascinating because the, the male side of the golf has a wraparound season now. It stops for like two weeks, yep. two or three weeks a year and that is mm-hmm. it. And there's no reason why that couldn't be the same for for the Ladies European Tour. I mean, I know the LPGA Tour has, has pretty much started back up again mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of getting going. But then... A lot of the women are now avoiding the Ladies European Tour to go and chase the LPGA Tour dream because they're making money, they're making a good living, and if you can get through tour school again, like you say, that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Then everything is a bit more on offer to you over in America, mm-hmm. which is which is shocking considering the European Tour for the men does so well here. I don't see why it shouldn't be similar for the for the ladies. Yeah. That's true. We'll see what happens, but good luck to all the girls yeah, this week. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully all the, the Scottish girls can get themselves through. That would be brilliant. Yep. I don't know how many places are up for grabs. No, me neither. It's normally like the top. Oh, I'll see if I can find it's it. usually I like like quite, that. Now. It's usually
2: quite
0: <laughs> tight. There aren't a ton of places available. No, it's normally like four or five or three places or something like that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I don't, certainly in the European tour, I don't know if the ladies' European tour is different. Uh, I've no idea. We'll
2: find out.
0: Yeah, (laughs) good luck to the the girls playing this week. I think it'd be brilliant to see some Scottish ladies make it onto the tour. There's already a couple on there. Yeah, of course. They're doing really well, so it would be lovely to see some some more names make it up on the on those leaderboards and the ladies scottish
1: open is a co-sanctioned event between the lady european tour and the lpga so the best players in the world are playing that week and i think am yeah. i right in thinking it's free
0: to attend for the first few days it is it's free it the, whole, the whole Yep. the last uh, couple of times i've been the whole thing has been free So people you need can to turn go. up on tournament days yeah and i've been to i think three of mm. them of the, the ladies events and this year the ladies uh, AIG Women's British Open is at Trun. Well there you are. Just down the road. So from you? Just down the road. It's literally like ten minutes from my doorstep. So there might be opportunity to work at that and go and watch the, the ladies or I might actually just go and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> so which would be which would be wonderful. So be, I'll definitely be going to that because it's like on my doorstep. Same for yourself; it's only twenty-five minutes down the road, yep. half an hour down the road. So it'll be brilliant to go and watch. And if it, if it, if a golf event comes to your area, I don't see why you wouldn't go and watch. Yeah, it. I agree. Whether it's a Euro, Euro Pro Tour event, Challenge Tour event, which is quite sad they don't have one in Scotland anymore, nope. and <clears throat> uh, any any kind of event if it comes to you. Like make the effort because the last time the ladies it was the Rico Open, uh Women's British Open was at Turnbury, I went to Tunbury for the day mm. to go and watch them and it was brilliant. That was when the RNA fell out it, with the Donald <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, because he, he choppered himself <clears throat> in that time, didn't he? Yeah, they weren't very impressed with how he took attention away from the tournament. And who would believe that yeah. Donald Trump would do such
0: a thing as take the attention for himself? I'll just chopper myself in while the, <laughs> while the women are playing on the tee. <laughs> on the tee, Donald Trump. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, so yeah, I, I recommend if anybody has an event on near them, whether it be like a EuroPro or a Challenge Tour, go watch. Yeah, because these people are the people who you will hopefully see on the European tour in a couple of years, or if they win a few events, like they get automatic promotion. So. Yep.
1: And you learn so much, just, you know, when you watch it on TV, you see pretty much the very short period before they hit the ball and then hitting the ball. But when you go and watch your yeah. conversations with caddies and you will learn things that you can take to your own game. Whilst you'll see that they play a very, very different game. You will learn things
0: that, that is, you can use. That is it. <laughs> you will see them play shots that you go, I'll never be able to do that. <laughs> but you can you can
1: try. Yeah, and you can learn the sort of things. There's no harm in trying. Yeah, and one tournament that I've been to a few times and I love is final stage qualifying for the Open. And I went down to watch yes. Monte when he was at Glasgow Gales qualifying for Royal Troon. Now, as a member of Royal Crown, he grew up there. He desperately yep. wanted to play in that tournament. And on the yep. 15th hole, I think it was, the short par three with the shelf green, <clears throat> Yes, he put yep. himself in a horrible position uh, in the bunker. The flag was tucked short and he had, a, I was standing right beside the bunker and he said to his caddy, what do we do here? And he didn't have much hope of getting it close um, to the flag and he's caddy and he decided let's put it through the back just get it out of the bunker get it past the flag off the green that's fine and make sure we get the up and down for the four that's exactly what he did yep. and he finished his round and qualified and it was so impressive to ma- see him make the active t- decision I'm going to bogey it that's fine and then we yeah, move on that's it and you wouldn't know that that's yeah, what he did the... if you just watched that on TV you'd think oh he hit a bad bunker shot
0: yeah so, these and are things it, you pick it up. It is, because I actually went to the same qualifying, because, like, the local tour pro here is Jack Doherty. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what place he finished that week? Go for it. Four. Wow. Guess who beat him? Monty. Colin <laughs> <and Duncan. laughs> He finished third. There's three spots available that day, and Jack lost out. Uh by one shot I think to Monty wow so
1: that's a good that's a yeah. good uh, pub story
0: yeah
1: uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll get we'll get
0: Jack to talk about it yeah that'd be cool <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, we'll get Jack on <laughs> one, one day to talk about that but no like as much as that's it was great for Monty to be because I was at Trune and uh, coming from a I, I play golf at a, a Monte designed golf course. You do. It was great to see him get through and partake in what would probably be his last Open, unless he ever wins the senior British Open, then you get an invite to the Open, yep. but for some reason the Opens have never been kind to him, it's not something yeah. he seems to manage to get to get the result on. That's true. It's not. He's more of a
2: come it does well, at the US it. Open it does, type
0: golfer. yeah he's like he's always been always the bridesmaid yeah and yeah but he does have one of the prettiest golf swings i think i've ever seen oh it's so so effortless it's elegant that finish for somebody of his stature (laughs) to have such an elegant swing like that is fascinating
1: yeah Yeah, he he seems you know a, a good monte rant when he lost it with the crowd was always funny Yeah. Oh, completely. And he still loses it with the crowd. I kind of miss him. I miss him because we don't have, we don't really have anyone like him just now in
0: Scotland. No,
1: we don't Robert McIntyre, who seems to be making all
0: the right moves, and I really hope he pushes further. Yeah, so uh, is that, and we've got Russell Knox. Who, yeah, he doesn't play out of here, he, he plays on the PGA tour. He doesn't. Yeah, he lives in Florida. He lives. In His America. dad's American.
1: I mean, he plays under our flag, and it, it's great to see that flag on the leaderboard. But it's not yeah. quite the same. No
0: offense, Russell. It's not. It's not really that 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 same thing, is yeah. it? It's kind of. It's great when he when he wins because it's like well it's a Scottish flag flying, but it's not really the same as having a proper Scottish yeah. player on like grinding it out in the European tour which Robert McIntyre is having a great season last year and to finish with a rookie of the year and he just seems like a normal down to earth person who's rolling on the waves of having a good year yeah. and long may it continue for him yep yeah, absolutely yeah I quite like to watch, I actually got to watch him for four rounds of golf. Well, no, for two, two yeah, rounds ago, last year, He was
1: out with Ricky and
0: Rory, wasn't he? And rounds one Ricky and two. Ricky and Rory for two rounds, and that's who I ended up my team for the European Tour coverage mm. last year. Was well, the Golf Channel's coverage was purely focused on Rory, but we got oh uh, Bob McIntyre and Ricky Fowler thrown in for good measure, which, which was great. Was a good deal. Sadly, he missed the cut by one shot but uh, yeah it was brilliant to watch them and see everybody cheering from like the scottish sense of pride yeah. when you've got a, a scottish person playing well in a tournament or even just playing in a in a big event like that like the support they get is phenomenal yeah and it's that's how it should be is it is a home home player if you go and watch a home football team the support they get is phenomenal yep. so it's it's great to see that like come on to the golf everybody's no doubt everybody's going to watch your Rory's, your Rickys, like your Justin Roses, all these bigger players, but it's great to see people back in the, the underdog Scottish gap. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Ah, it's quite good. I quite I quite enjoy watching him and I think he's he's good chat as well. I think he's I think he's quite a good character on the on the tour as well. He's up for up for a bit of a laugh. Yeah. So he is. And
1: he's still patient, he still plays Shinty.
0: It does, <laughs> and he's... I think he bought his mum. There's a story, I think. it Was you tell me this? No, I don't know if don't think so. you. No, it's that he's, he, he bought his mum a new kitchen on me, and I think it was a company in Ayrshire that fitted the kitchen because he lives up in the Highlands, one of he's the Highlands, isn't he? Is it Shetlands or Orkney? I thought he was from Obi. Oh, yeah, that's, that could be there. It could be somewhere up north. Yeah. and. He like, what are you gonna spend your money on? He bought his mum a new car. Nice. <laughs> this is like the kind of things, and he's bought himself a house on the, on the island or whatever it is that he was bought. Like, and he'll never leave. Yeah, because he says this is this is where he wants to be, and he's just a a normal guy who likes to play golf, which is which is which it's what they all are. All the players are that. But there's an allure of wealth and everything that surrounds them which takes that normal person away yeah and i think if a few a few of the guys were a bit more grounded and a bit more tommy fleetwood esque Mm. that the tour would be a lot better place for content and watching guys giving actual rundowns of what they've done on their on the golf course very true
1: so speaking of national pride that's a wonderful segue we're six months away yes. from the Olympics. So let's talk Olympic golf. Yeah, why not? Obviously we had... Is it six, six months? Six months away until the Japan Olympics. Tokyo, I think. Um, so when's, is that in June? I guess so. Just yeah. before they kind of... So it'll be another before scheduling the old- dilemma, I'm sure. I've not actually oh, heard absolutely. how they're going to deal with it. But we had our first Olympic golf for a very long time uh, in Rio. And there was a Gilhans course specially made for it. But as we were talking before this, to me, that was there was a few big misses involved in Olympic golf's reintroduction. Number one, why do yep. it in Brazil? You had the London Olympics in 2012, where there's clearly a massive golf audience that you could have tapped into. And so many great courses where you could have held it. Then, oh yeah, you could have held it over three or four courses. could have been amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the fact that Japan has a huge audience, so then why not wait a year? Why, why pick of yep. the three Olympic Games the one that has the smallest golf audience to actually reintroduce it? But yep. then, to me, the fact that the men's and ladies' tournaments just ended up being 72-hole stroke play just was such a mess.
0: Why didn't they do some fun it was, with it? It was like it was thought like thoughtless yeah. as if like oh we can't be bothered thinking about a fun way to make this engaging for people we'll just uh, we'll just stick a normal normal event on yeah and ev- like, everyone these guys do this week in week out Yep, yeah.
1: and we all know like when it comes to olympic times people end up knowing facts about sports that they can't even believe they know and they only know it for that two weeks huh? you know things about sailing yeah about i don't know judo you can talk <laughs> things as if you've watched it your whole life and you, that's golf shopping. Oh, window. yeah, you can.
0: Yeah, oh, completely. I mean, you can go. You can stick the TV on during the Olympics, and you can sit there and you can be engrossed by table tennis for two yeah. hours. you the, And then go, oh my! And you and you know all the you know all the sayings, yeah. you know the phrases because you're sitting what you're sitting watching it, and then you go to your work the next day, and you're like, oh, you see that table tennis match? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And people are just looking at you, going, "What the hell are you talking about? What?" You do, you pick up all the jargon, you pick up the thing, and then you you sit there and you think and you go, okay, I'd maybe like to try it. Which is something, they missed missed a trick by going, right, let's make it something fun that makes it look, like you said earlier, we we had a little chat before we we came on here and it was more like, why didn't, why didn't they have like a a shootout or... Target practice, or a mixed
1: teams like, event. You know that would have been great for the, the yeah, women. Mixed teams. Get them, get them sort yeah. of out there with the guys playing together. They've been brilliant. They've been seventy-two whole stroke. Point. Completely. Yeah, it, it was. It's like you say. I hadn't thought about it that way. It's like the night before they had to make a decision on what they were doing. They went, "Oh, we need to decide." Uh, just seventy-two whole stroke play. <laughs> like, they do on. this
0: every week. We'll just leave it the same. Yeah. And like, oh, it was a good you tournament. Go, you go watch. You watch the the shooting you've got all these different events where they've got different disciplines. Mm-hmm. Golf has so many different disciplines. Yeah. Like, why did they not make it like the drive chip putt? Yeah, but exactly. Which they do for the kids to play, to play at Augusta. Yeah, you could have the longest like, drive. straightest drives. Yeah. Um, longest drives, straightest drives. You can have target practice from, like, you could have target practice from, like, 150, 100 yards, 50 yards. Yeah. You could have, like, so many different ideas, putting competitions. What, for a getting pound, getting on the Himalayas for a like, trips afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs>
1: You're talking junior golf, now. yeah,
0: but, but but I know, but but they could have had so many different medals going instead of having a gold, a silver, and a yeah. bronze. They've got they've got like I don't know how many players took part, but like why just have a gold, silver, and a bronze for one like for a golf event? Like they could have had. Oh, this person won gold in the putting. This person won gold in the, the thingy, and then at the end of it, they could have a, an eighteen-hole winner takes all, like stroke play. Yeah. Like there, there could be so much more thought in going. Well, we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do that. And actually, the golfers this is stuff they practice on a daily basis. Shots from these ranges mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it just—it makes no sense just to make it a simple 74-stroke plate, 72-hole stroke plate, and give three medals out. Yeah, three to the men and three to the women.
1: And when you watch things like the Hero World it's Challenge just, that they do, and there was one last week in Abu Dhabi at the Yas Marina F1 circuit, that's brilliant yeah. TV. How good would that be it in is. the Olympics? A sh- an actual shootout. I know. Knockout shootout. An
0: actual shootout. Yeah. Knockout shootout. Yeah, and you'd see who can really you've hold an error. I think they get like I think they get like a minute, and they they've got like ten balls yeah. or something, and it's like who can score the most points? Class, and make it put some pressure on hmm. them, like because in a seventy-two hole stroke play, you can have a couple of bad holes, yeah, where it means nothing. If you've got a minute and you've got ten golf balls, you've no room for error. It's like you've got to get it right, yeah, and you've got to get it right there which is the whole element of the Olympics. You get one chance at this. Mm -hmm. They had four rounds of golf to get this right. Yeah. And to get something working for them. Like you say, it was another tour event. Yeah, it was just another tour event. Whereas they got a few days practice and then they have this. Make it something interesting that people are gonna switch on and go, oh, this looks like fun. Which you say the Hero World Challenge is fun. I think it was very poorly attended in Abu Dhabi, yeah, but that's that's no fault of the actual format. That's just, but it's still people aren't maybe going to go out and watch something like that in Abu Dhabi. I, yeah. I have no idea, but it's still great. TV. The ones in the UK are brilliant. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's brilliant TV.
1: So who do you think's so, going to win it? But yeah, do you think Hideki will take a home win. I don't know if he's playing. <laughs> I don't know who's signed up. Rory's saying he's, he's going to he's, play. He's, 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 he's,
0: rory says he's gonna play so you get you've got the likes of i'm trying to think about it like are they gonna have a qualifying thing i don't know every other sport every other sport has a qualifier like yeah if you want to make it to the 100 meter finals or if you want to make it to this you have you have to qualify for your for your country if you want to be a sprinter for the uk you have to qualify there should be some format it's similar for the golfers, I think. Yeah, because for the UK, you have got so many amazing golfers, for America, I mean, you've got so many amazing golfers. Yeah. What are they just going to look at the rankings and go one, two, three? We'll pick five of you. Well, this year will be mean, how do they live? Because when it
1: came yeah. to 2014, no, 2016, sorry, um. So many golfers said they didn't want to play in it. And then you had the Zika virus scare and people pulled out. Yes. So I think it was probably easy because it was like, well, I'll play, right, you're one of our best yeah. players, good luck. And, you know, there was a yes. decent turnout. Obviously, you had Justin Rose winning it, which was amazing. It was great to see yep. a British gold, especially Justin Rose, I'm a big fan. Stenson got yep. silver, I believe, and then Kutcher was bronze. Um,
0: yeah, but I mean, even for Matt that, Kutcher. That's like- cool. Not one of not one of the top American golfers, but to see him in that position is brilliant because he came out and I think he came out of nowhere and managed to get the the bronze medal. So I think that's is brilliant because I think Ricky was the favourite. Yeah, I'm positive Ricky was the favourite. Well, he got the tattoo he got the Olympic tattoo so he was definitely playing uh, I don't know He's, so I think he was be a bit up, wrong in the head but I'm sure he was there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think it's uh, I, uh, I do believe that it was just poorly organised and poorly structured and hopefully lessons are learned I think that golf course is now derelict and does nothing that's such a shame if I'm right to believe that I mean imagine building that that was a prime opportunity for golf in Brazil, golf in South America, mm-hmm. to take advantage of something that was gifted to them by the Olympic Committee. And I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteed that they probably built the course themselves for it. But yeah, they did. Like, make use of it. So,
1: make use of. I've got like a it. list of people that are. I've got the qualifying list. So the top ten qualifiers Ooh. just now. I guess these are people that said they will play on it. Bruce Kepka, yep. number one, Rory McIlroy yes. two, John Ram three, and then you're struggling with Americans because you've got Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Tiger Woods. That's another mark for the big cat. Yeah. Um, Justin Rose, Tommy Fleetwood, Adam Scott, and Louis Oosthuizen. So. Yep. Yeah. I mean that's that's a great event. That's a,
0: <laughs> that's a great event itself, and to and to have them watch watch them battle it out over match play or something different that's not just 72 holes of golf would be f- phenomenal to yeah. you. Like, regardless, like, I think each country should probably have be able to field probably two or three players. But then again, not every country has golfers, but like, I think it's great to see if you had names like that all playing, I think it would be fascinating to watch something more than just a 72-hole playoff. Yep. Because that would be genius TV. Well, I'm looking at the Tokyo. some of the TV events. I'm looking
1: at the Tokyo 2020 golf format, and it is a 72-hole yeah, individual nice. stroke play for men and women.
2: <laughs> so they are not changed anything. Is it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And actually, it's no, going to no, be um, the yeah. So we're just over six months away. So it starts on July the 30th for the men, and August the 5th for the women. So it's a shame, but it's if, a shame. these are the kind of guys that are going to be playing in it. And uh, the women's qualifiers are very much of the same uh, type of golfer. It will be good yeah. to watch, but it's just, I don't know. It's just not quite what it could be in my it's lose,
0: Like, you could, when you tune into the Olympics and you're watching an event, like you're watching a sprinting event, it's over quickly if you wanted and you could go you could you could watch countless things happening in the space of four hours or yeah. you can watch one round of golf that is where they lose people because people when they watch the olympics flick on for maybe an hour or two at night you're not going to sit and watch a four or five hour round of golf just to say you've watched the Olympics, you're going to flip through the things where there's actually constant action happening. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's where they lose that grabbing people's attention in mm-hmm. the drama and mixing it up. And yeah, the drama. It's like you can have a runaway winner. Yeah. So, you could, after day two or day three, and then the final day is like, it's just a formality. Why are you going to watch something that's just a formality? The whole point of the Olympics is the build-up to see something spectacular happen. Here's one. Here's a, In my opinion. Here's a question.
1: <laughs> Do you think the Team USA uh, uniform decider designer will make, if Tiger's playing, make sure they're wearing Sunday Red? Because they have to. Uh, there you go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you'd th- if Tiger Woods gets picked, which I'm pretty sure this is the one thing that Tiger doesn't have in his—they have to let him play. Like he doesn't have this in his repertoire of pretty much everything else that Tiger has won. Tiger has won pretty much everything that he possibly could. Yeah, for him not to get on the team would be actually ludicrous because. This is, this is something
1: for golf that people may, maybe tune in to watch him. Well, this is the thing. So, if he if he's in it, that will bring in the crowds for sure.
2: Yeah. The Japanese, like people,
0: everyone else, where love... Especially where Tiger. it's been hosted, yeah. Yeah, where it's been hosted, the people are going to go nuts for Tiger Woods. So... If you bear with my pronunciations,
1: it's at Kasumigaseki Golf Club.
0: There you
1: go. Yep. Yeah. And... Um strangely it's the designer in July, so... the designer is not known <laughs> <laughs> but it's the 10th best course in Japan according to top100golfcourses.com there we go <clears throat>
2: you heard so first it's, pretty
1: much, it's pretty much two weeks after they Open it must be yeah they must be going straight over there and then well what well the Open's the last major of the year isn't it now which I think I don't like yeah it is now yeah I don't yeah. like
0: that no
2: but, so that's so yeah, the, the ni- i think it's
0: the 19th i think it's roughly about the 19th in the open i think that finishes on the 19th right if i'm correct i'm not 100 sure it finishes it on the right. 19th yes so sunday the 19th so they're pretty much heading from the open pretty much to the olympics which then coincides with a lot of other events that go on like golf events because the women's Open is normally like a couple of weeks after the uh, the actual normal open, so that's like that's a that's a massive clash of events. Mm -hmm. So scheduling happening at the same time. So the scheduling is just unbelievable. Thankfully, that's not my job to worry about.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I don't have to worry about it. It's not my job.
1: So then our final topic is. Mr. Nicholas. Yes. Turned 80. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Mr. Nicholas. Um, you wowed us with an incredible Tiger Woods story last week. Have you got a Jack Nicholas story? No.
0: Well, not, I don't think so. I've got a. I gave Eric Anders Lang a Jack Nicholas £5 note. It's quite good. Which is as close to Jack Nicholas as I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i used to here in scotland i used to work for all square
1: golf it's a social network for golfers well worth looking up and um there was a period where it looked like jack was going to be joining the platform and taking a profile so um as far as i'm aware it didn't actually happen but i made his profile and i have to say that was unbelievable his team sent over a bunch of archive images and i was just sifting through them and putting together albums based on everything there and it was i don't think i've ever done anything in my working life that excited me more than going through those images (laughs) genuinely it was such an honor to see those images
0: ah that's that's cool though isn't it like the fact that he's that of that age yeah he's gonna join like A platform like to have a profile to post because he's quite an active member of the golf community Mm -hmm. he remains one of the best
1: I mean he arguably is the best ambassador for our sport he is such a gentleman and he walks around even in his heyday he was walking around just beaming from ear to ear all the time talking to the crowd I mean it was just something else and he's now a fantastic golf course designer i've played a few of his courses they are very very difficult um but you know from someone who was arguably and arguably still is the best golfer of all time you would expect him to create difficult golf courses that require the best skills to get around you do have to think Mm -hmm. and you have to strike the ball purely especially if you're playing from the back tees Mm-hmm. you know it's it's amazing to play some of these golf
0: courses so and uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's it's yeah it's unreal that like what he's done for golf in general and the fact that he writes letters to all the winners of all the tournaments yeah. like imagine getting a letter from Jack Nicklaus saying yeah like congratulations on your win and when these guys win majors and that he always sends them a letter and yeah like that must be like the coolest thing in the world to get something like that. i thought it was cool having a five pound note with these with him on it because here in scotland for some reason we like to celebrate things by putting things on money <laughs> in america that's not like that's not the done thing and that's why no. i thought it's quite a cool gift for an american to have like something with uh, something scottish with something american on mm-hmm. it which is quite cool Yep. Yeah i'd love a letter from, some from mr
1: nicholas the golden bear that'd be so cool
0: it, it would be it'd be like something you would frame right and I, I i've got a feeling see if you sent him a handwritten letter mm-hmm. i reckon you get one back i think yeah, that i mean he must get find.
1: a lot of letters but i'm sure he responds <laughs> to an awful lot of them yep
0: yeah. Right, let's go, Let's on his website, <laughs> Nicholas.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, all oh, contacts. See if he us. wants to it's
2: come
0: on and like, have we're, a chat. We're doing this. This. We're, we're doing this live. Yeah, see if he wants to offer him a slot
1: as a guest speaker. Offer him a slot, yeah, because <laughs> there's
0: an actual thing here. You can send, there's, oh, you can then put your phone number and everything, but I'm guessing <laughs> it's not in a contact yeah. But yeah, it's like, there's an actual Nicholas website, not Nicholas.com. Um, uh, Send your message. We'll make every possible effort to address your questions and comments. What a gent! Oh, however, due to the volume, we cannot personally respond to every request. But I've got a feeling if you wanted, because there's a few things here you're interested in. Is design, is golf courses, golf balls, products, merchandise, real estate, of course, uh, apparel. His academy's memorabilia, charity, and autograph request. Cool. Here's what we can go for. (laughs) That would be cool, wouldn't it? That is really cool. Yes, I'm hosting i I'm hosting a charity event. (laughs) Love something signed from Mister Nicholas. Anything. That. That would be quite cool to actually. Try and get something like, like a mission was to try and get something from Jack Nicholas. But there's
1: a few people in the world that I think the person that you see on T V or whatever is exactly the person you would see if you went for a drink with them or played around the golf with them. And Jack Nicholas is one of them. Yes. I don't think oh, completely. I don't think T V Jack Nicholas is a character. I think that's just who that guy is. He's just a genuinely yeah good person.
0: Wholeheartedly agree with that. I think he's just pure pure class from start to finish. And Anytime time you see him or like even his videos, like there's always that video that kicks around online of I can't remember who it is trying to make that putt yeah. on a green
1: <laughs> That's amazing
0: What was the guy's name? Because he's one of the he's one, he's one of major, that guy
1: I can't remember, but it's like a hundred feet host. up a hill and double, triple break Yeah, and,
0: and you just see him and he's like, ah, do you want me to make it for you? <laughs> and he's like, yeah and he just, <laughs> he just steps up doesn't even read the line and just hits yeah. it and it's like it just rolls straight in and that's the kind of thing and it's great every year when you see him at augusta national and he's playing the par three tournament and
1: yeah it's classic that he's, he's out there having
0: a laugh and he's hits the honorary tee shot and like there's one for you like so when jack's gone and players gone who are, who are the new honorary starters going to be that's a good question because they've, they've they've lost they've lost one of my favourites, which was Mister Arnold Palmer. Yeah, class act. He was a class act, and that's there's not many people in the golf world like that anymore. No, like, and I have no idea what they're gonna do when like Gary Player and Mister Nicholas are no longer with us. I've got a feeling. I mean, who do you pick? Well, you'd have Tom watch many of these legends. Well, Tom Watson, yes, that's a good shout. Um, he'd certainly like be there. Bernard Langer, yeah, he's done not That's the kind of thing that yeah he would do. But he's. I think you need him, and you he need to be American, though.
1: Well, but then Gary Player's not so? American, so that there's that argument gone straight away. <laughs> 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 but Gary Player seen, you yeah. know, he's. His, he has a huge following in America and I think Bernard Langer's more of a European hero where his player, yeah. of course he's a global hero but he really found himself in the US.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I would, I would, I would. It's an interesting one, I have no idea. I wonder
1: if it's something that the so, Championship Committee Augusta think about. Surely. Because that's so important to the tournament now. It's become such a big thing.
0: And I like the fact that like last year... I think the past couple of years, like Arnold Palmer's jacket has been sitting on yeah, the seat. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice nod, to him. It's a nice, it's a nice little touch, and his wife is normally there. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's good to pardon me It's good to see that all happening and continuing their legacy and keeping them part of the game. Granted, they don't play anymore, but they hit. They play in the Par Three tournament and they hit the. Hit the honorary tee shot, and I think for them to lose that tradition would be something that you you wouldn't want to see lose. Because I always tune in for that. Yeah, of course, it's always something that it's that, good to watch because you always get to see what's happening at Augusta National, and they always give you you get a little talk from Mr. Ridley mm-hmm. and everything that's happening. Oh, so well, it's not it, that far away. I wonder what we'll they're not far it. away. I know it's not far away. We're not far away. It's on there. Was it about one three months? Yep
1: so my uh, AirPods have told me that they're starting to get a bit tired so <laughs> I have one question for you before we end this this week cool since we're on the topic Tiger or Jack who's the best of all time
2: just for one throw reason
0: there <laughs> yeah for one reason only I didn't watch Jack yeah so I have to pick Tiger because Tiger's Jack. I don't play golf because of Jack Nicklaus. Yep. I play golf because of Tiger Woods. Fair enough. So To years. For out, me, Tiger's the best. In my eyes, Tiger. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna meet that level. Mm-hmm. In my lifetime of watching golf, I don't think anyone is gonna get close to what Tiger Woods has done. So for me, and I know he's still chasing what Jack left. Yeah. And Tiger, but then again, Tiger dominated in a way that nobody else has ever dominated the sport. True. And I think he did it so convincingly and so, I'm not saying easily. It was at times. Yeah, Tiger would, <laughs> It was at times, it was so simple for him. Like he just had to turn up and he was guaranteed a win. Which I think back in the day a lot, there was a lot more competition for Jack Nicholas, with all his buddies round about him. Like there's a lot more, like it's amazing how many times he won. But the way in which Tiger did it, I think shows a completely different level of dominance and the fact that nobody was in Tiger's league Mm -hmm makes it completely different. Oh, my my ear pods have just told me exactly the Clean. same thing. <laughs> yeah. So, th- throwing that question back to you.
1: Yeah, I think I'd have to say Tiger as well. Um, I grew up with Tiger. I didn't grow up with Jack. So, I witnessed what Woods was doing firsthand. You know, I watched some of the best shots I've ever seen live from him. So, I think if I, you know, was my dad's age and... I grew up watching Nicholas I'd probably be more inclined to see him say him but you know for what he's done for me in terms of my love for the sport I have to say Tiger but here's one for you I'm gonna throw in a little a very little known secret about my past to finish off and this is incredibly embarrassing okay and this will let you know A little bit. That's a wee insight into who I was at school. At my primary seven leavers dance, my mum and dad said to me, "We mm-hmm. need to go out and get you something to wear for your dance. You can wear whatever you want. Just pick it. You- right? So I was like, okay. Um, cool.
0: <laughs> and we're talking. Nine- I've got this vision. And when I tell I've got you the this vision day, right like, now, and I don't even know well, what
1: it's going to. When I tell you the year, you'll know what's coming. In nineteen ninety-seven. <laughs> yes i knew exactly was coming <laughs> i went out and where did i buy my outfit for my Weavers dance at primary seven nike no the gladder golf club pro shop i bought <laughs> <laughs> i bought the shirt that Tiger wore when he won the masters and the matching yep. hat yeah and i showed up to that dance i knew it proud I knew- as anything. I didn't pull
0: that's why I. Guess, that's why I went for a night because I was like, you wore the you wore the the, the red, the red shirt, the red top, <laughs> red shirt with the, the with the black hat, and. So there you are. Yeah. So there you go, folks, There's a little tidbit for you. That, that's a, That's a great embarrassing fact. <laughs> and I. This is it's times like this when I wish I could go back to. Graham in high school. Because I actually did a full project on Eldrick Woods. Like, not Tiger Woods, it was El- like I did a whole English piece, written piece on Tiger Fantastic. Woods. Which is so sad. <laughs> but yeah, it just makes you think back. Like, you did something silly, similar to myself, and you're just like, what was I thinking? I wrote like an English essay on Tiger Woods. But that's like, who he was. What was I thinking? That's. I yeah, think that's. Like that's, brilliant. that's the impact. Like, like somebody like that had on, like, me growing up as a kid. Yeah. Like, who do who do you want to write about? I want to write about, El, Tiger. It's Tiger Woods. But when like, you break it down and you research them and you find out everything about him and it's his. Ah, yeah. Like. Yeah, we'll have a Tiger Woods party if he wins the Masters this year. I think so. <laughs> we'll, podcast, we'll podcast it we'll live. Podcast it live. <laughs> do you want to know what we should do? We should do an alternative commentary and stream it live. and now you're talking. That would be brilliant. Uh, that's something that the TV companies are missing out on. Let's do that. Yeah, that's definitely something they're missing out on. Having it, having a commentary like that where people just say what they want to say and say what they see on the golf would be brilliant but yeah that's it for episode two I've been Graham McCubbin he's been Kenny Palace who's been currently cut off because his phone died and yeah hats off in the clubhouse remember that always guys hats off in the clubhouse you know, my, you know, man?